Hey guys, it's Janessa with Lip Whipped Talk, and we're back with another episode. I am just about to smoke a bowl, and I just um, got my tea from Starbucks. I just got a green tea with strawberries in it, not sweetened, and I add a um, Red Bull, a sugar-free Red Bull. So usually, you know, I do love my tea that I make, my weight loss tea, but today I just kind of wanted to switch it up and just do something different and yeah so that's what i'm up to this afternoon it's already about to be 12. so good so guys i just kind of wanted to come on here first and just give like a little announcement nothing really has been going on let me one second All right, guys, so nothing really has been going on. It's just been, um, we had a relaxing weekend. Um, just kind of needed to rest up. The kids were kind of cranky. They were tired from school. So we just relaxed yesterday, watched football. I was kind of sick on Saturday. Um, my body was just like giving out, just kind of wanted to rest. So I listened to my body and I did what it wanted and I rested. And um, yeah, I kind of, I, kind of feel better today was just kind of like in a rut this morning i was just like in some funky mood i don't know i get i get in these moods from time to time but i didn't let it stop me and i just had to keep going um the update that i did do though is i did um start giving hints on my um halloween boxes so that's something that i'm really excited for last year i did sell out two to three times i believe the i was about to sell out the third time and i had two more left and then I ended up just gifting those for some friends. But yeah, I did start um, giving hints on those. So if you want to go and look at the post, if you haven't looked, it's on all my social media platforms. And I'm super excited. Um, the theme is like just kind of barely being announced. It's like a poisonous type of theme. Um, but that's not what I'm just sticking to. I do have a lot of surprises. This box is going to be a lot better than last year. Have a lot better products and a lot of body products in there. So I'm super excited about that. So moving forward, um, this topic just kind of has been um, on my mind lately. It's going to be about relationships. And, um, you know, a lot of my clients that do come to me. And of course, like I always keep, you know, all information. I never say any names. I never share anybody else's information with anyone. But a lot of um, my clients do have the same problem. You know, um, they come to me with the same issues or they complain about their relationships. And then today when I was in the drive-thru just going to go get my drink, um, I did see, um, you know, a couple fighting and arguing pretty bad. And I don't know, like to me, I think just because like I've said in previous episodes, I was in a very abusive relationship before uh, with my kid's dad. And... Um, after leaving that relationship, I've always said it, I say it probably a thousand times, I decided from that day forward that I wasn't going to take no bullshit from anybody. So I kind of feel like us as women, we're very strong individuals, a lot of us are, and there's other ones who could be strong, but they have someone weighing them down, like an anchor. And, um, you know, I feel like now that, you know, in our generation, in this day and age, um, our women are a lot stronger than they used to be like back in the 50s and the 60s. No shade or hate. Just saying that um, we don't take shit. We don't take shit from men. 
We don't take shit from people. Back in the day, it was a lot of, like, hush-hush. They would, um, you know, like, child abuse was something that was normalized, like hitting your kids with the belt, hitting kids with objects, like, you know, the sandal, the freaking hanger, all that stuff. And all that does has caused so much trauma for individuals, you know, like our parents' age and our age, because that was just something that was so common in households. Um, Another thing that they would sweep under the rug is domestic violence. You know, a lot of our grandparents, a lot of people's great-grandparents, I'm not saying mine, I'm just stating that age range, literally were in these abusive relationships and would allow it. They would allow themselves to get hurt, hit, be, you know, all, all kinds of horrible stuff, raped. Because, you know, when you are in a relationship or a marriage with someone and you do tell them no and they continue to do it, you know, guys, that is rape. That is still considered rape. Um, let's talk about pedophiles, child molesters in the family. A lot of people in our day and age, I mean, not our people, but, you know, older ones, um, they would hide that under the rug. Our people, this day and age, 2022, we put them on the map. We tell people our stories, our struggles. We're not afraid. We're not afraid to allow that, you know, we're not afraid to speak the truth. And I feel like that's something that we should, you know, take we shouldn't take it lightly, situations like that, but we should be proud of ourselves with how far us as women and how far we've came into bringing light to those things and not normalizing these things um, because it's not normal. You know, expose the pedophiles, expose the domestic violence, you know, the child abusers, all of that should be exposed because newsflash, that shit is not normal. You know, so... Like I was saying before I got into that part, um, we don't take shit from nobody. We're standing up. We're speaking our truth. We're speaking the truth. We're telling others about what happened to us, our story. And older people sometimes think of it like a slap in the face. Like, you know, you don't say that. You don't say things like that. But we do. I'm not... You know, I'm all for people being happy. I'm all for everybody, you know, being loved the proper way. And I feel like we all need to stand up for each other, stop hating each other, stop being so hateful with one another, standing up and getting your friend out of that abusive relationship. Get your aunts out of those relationships that they've been in for 30, 40 years with these abusers. Like, get them out. That shit's not normal, you know? Speaking up and bringing awareness to these situations are something that we should be doing. We have all the tools in front of us. We could be advocates. It's free. It's free to, you know, share, you know, like all of us are always so quick and easy to judge one another for a girl being stuck in that situation. But newsflash, when I was in that situation, I didn't have nobody to be there for me. I had a friend who, you know, she would call the cops on him when she knew things were happening to me. And, Dineva PD is very, very corrupt. They did not help me. And when I did leave, they were still allowing him to threaten me, allowing him to tell me he was going to kill me right in front of them. And they wouldn't do anything. So I feel like we should all just stick together and just get, you know, get, get people out of these situations. If you know someone is being touched or raped or molested, speak the fuck up. I don't care if that person is in your family or even in your household. That's causing these people... I was, I was literally, this was done to me when I was two years old, 
and was continued to do be done to me as I grew up from a family member and I'm still in that phase I have days where I don't want to be touched I feel disgusted I freaking cry over something that was done to me over 20 years ago and it makes you know it makes no sense to my mind why can't we get over it but it's so much trauma that was caused and evilness on us you know I haven't been in a relationship with my ex in four years and I still have nightmares I still have days where I cry and I feel ugly like he would say or I feel worthless like he used to say so I'm not saying when you leave everything goes out the window that's what therapy is there for but why why don't we just help one another out of these situations you know instead of just making fun of one another I just think that's just you know childish we are adults if you're listening to this podcast you're an adult so we should just have that grown mentality and just helping one another instead of making fun of their situation I was the laughing stock of my family my marriage and everything else was um put on blast for my family uh people would you know send screenshots of me on my posts on facebook and broadcast it and accidentally i'm gonna do accidentally with the air quotes accidentally send it to me and it was just a laughing stock so why you know when people would tell me why didn't you get help how the fuck was i supposed to get help when those family members who were supposed to be there for me were making fun of my situation so you know you never know if you just speaking up or helping somebody or even talking to somebody who's going through that situation, you don't know if that could give them the motivation to get out of that place, to get out of that relationship. I seen a article on Friday that really bugged me and it like it hurt my heart so bad because it was a girl who left her ex, her kid's dad. She had no contact with him. She had a restraining order on him. So it was so similar to my situation, right? So had a restraining order on him and he fucking broke into her house, killed her, stabbed her to death and left her there for her family to find her. So those types of situations literally always hurt me so hard because it's like that's so relatable. That could have been me and my kids. Um, I'll share a time with you. Um, I was already separated with my um, I was already separated. I was already in you know, a new relationship with my wife at the time. And um, we were doing a exchange for the kids. And he pushed me in front of a moving truck that was coming towards me. So he was trying to get me hit by the truck, slammed my phone on the floor and broke it into pieces. And this was all done right in front of my kids. My kids were kicking of the windows in my van that I had at the time trying to break the windows to get out to help me i was on the floor my wife was not there she was at work and she already knew because we worked together at the time i wasn't there so she knew that something had to have happened at that time my mind went blank it's like a trauma response to something like that my mind went blank and i freaked out i didn't know where i was and I've been to that certain spot in Dineba a thousand plus times since like I was little and everything. So I I just went blank, mind blank. And I was just sitting there thinking, what the hell is going on? I don't know what to do. And the man who almost hit me was on his phone calling the cops. So the cops came 
And I just remember I was bleeding through my pants and I was all excited because it was like sports day. So I had like, uh, or no, I think it was, um, actually it was St. Patrick's day. I was wearing like a cute St. Patrick's shirt. I had, um, you know, like my little, um, pants on for work, whatever. And I was bleeding through and I was just so scared, you know, and I just remembered I didn't know where I was at and I could only feel for all these women who go through these situations and now it's like I I pass by that place and it still gives me like this ugly feeling by you know a feeling inside knowing what went on during that time and it's just like so relatable to see all these women trying to leave but they don't get help they're not getting help from family they're not getting help from their friends because a lot of times when people are in this situation like I said a few minutes ago, we are made fun of. We are considered a joke. And it's the saddest thing I've, like, I don't understand that part. Um, so it's just, you know, they don't have the help from cops. Like I told you, there was only one cop in Dinova PD that helped me. And his name was Officer Reyna. And I just remember he even got me, um, because when I left, Uh, The cops wouldn't even help me get my clothes. They wouldn't help me get my youngest daughter who was in diapers. They wouldn't allow me to get her diapers. Um, And at the time, you know, I only had like two or three hundred dollars on me. And that was because I saved it without him knowing. Um, And I was able to, you know, help just get my get my kids stuff together. Um, It was just it was an awful situation. So that's why people don't help. He referred me to some, um, and I'm not ashamed to say this, he referred me to a program. It was the Domestic Violence Advocates. And for those of you who are going through this situation, there are programs out there to help you. Um, They will get you, they'll relocate you. You have to be at least, I want to say, 40 miles or 40 minutes, no, 40 miles? Don't quote me because I don't know the, you know, the certain, like, the facts. But you have to be, like, 20 to 40 miles away from the abuser's location and they will relocate you. They will pay your first month and your deposit of your house. And that's how I was able to, you know, save up. Uh, and it was just really hard. It was really, really hard um, getting out. Prior to getting out, I um, I was telling him for about two or three months that I was really, really tired, that he needed to find a new place, that he needed to find a job because, you know, I was the only one working. I was busting my ass working, paying for all the bills on my own, and I had three kids. Um, You know, whenever I would come home from work, he would take off and just, you know, leave me with the kids and figure it out for myself. So um, that's the type of situation I was, um, you know, dealing with and living for eight years, and it was very, very bad. So all of the times when I see or I hear people saying, you know, you can leave, they stay there because they like it. No, the fuck they don't. They don't like it. You leave at least eight times before it's that one time that you're going to leave. That's a statistic. So you try to leave eight times before you are gone for good. So can you imagine if something happens between these eight times to the victim, to the kids? You guys see it all the time on the news. This is like a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I feel like it's like a part of my block I'm experiencing right now. And it's just so sick and sad that people... And it's not just girls because, I mean, guys go through this too. I have friends who, who are guys that used to get their asses beat by their baby mom, whatever. 
Um, it's time to stop being so toxic. That whole toxic, um, toxica, whatever generation or whatever it is, it's not fucking cute. It's not funny. And I feel like unless you've been in an actual disgusting, toxic marriage or relationship, you'll never know why it's not cute. It's not funny. I used to be the crazy one and I never was like that with any of my exes until my kid's dad. Um, you know, he was such a narcissistic, evil person, and he made me so paranoid all the time to where I couldn't even sleep. Like, when I first met my wife, she would have to, like, literally just, like, she would just watch over me because of how scared I was to fall asleep thinking that he was going to find me. Like, you guys don't even understand that type of paranoia that victims have even years. Years will go by and we'll still have that paranoia. Um, it's just so disgusting. It's really, really sick. So, like, I feel like the world literally needs to stop saying that people are in these relationships, you know, just because it's, like, they like it. Um, I used to be the crazy one, like I said. I used to go and look for him because he would take off with my car or he would take off with my debit card and leave me with all the kids and I had things to do. Or if I had work, he would do it right before work. So I would be crazy going in my car, driving around all his stupid friends' houses, looking for him, trying to figure it out, putting pieces to a fucking puzzle when, what was I doing that for? There's no person on this planet that's worth making yourself look like a damn fool. There's no, nobody's worth it. You're out here, they have you out, like, out here in the world looking crazy, looking stupid while they're laughing, laughing at you. They're getting you out of your character so that way, for what? For their own peace of mind because they get a kick out of it. It's a game to them. We need to be stronger and just leave. If they're not doing anything for you, guys, like just leave. If if you're not getting anything from it, you're not benefiting from the relationship, leave. I understand if you guys have kids, it's hard. Make a plan. Make a plan B. Save money. Put money aside so that way you can get out. There's no reason to be miserable. Like, there's no reason at all to be miserable in a relationship. There's so many different people out there. And this is what I tell my, I tell my wife all the time. I tell my friends, my clients... If things do not work out with my wife, I would never want to be with anybody else because I'm so content with being on my own just from seeing all the trash that a lot of my friends and people deal with. You know, like there's nobody on this planet that's worth going out and going crazy for and making yourself look like a damn fool. There's not, you know, like there's really, really not. There are so many other better things out there in this life to be happy about and to be blessed to be living life true to who you are as a person like we've talked about in previous episodes. Do not live for anybody else but yourself and for your kids, of course. But make sure that you're also living for you. Don't live in that thing where I wanted all my kids to be from one dad. That's how I thought. I wanted all my kids to be from one dad, and they are. But I'm not going to be with him. I will, you know, like there's people that are together for the kids and that's doing more damage to your kids. And I'm going to take this for example. So I have three kids and they're all from my ex. My oldest one is 10. My youngest one is, I mean, my middle one is seven and my youngest is five. So my youngest one was only two years old 
when I met my wife. And she's a completely different kid than my first and my second because she was raised in a different type of household and with different dynamics. My middle one, she's pretty good too, but you know, she was around her dad longer. My older one has a lot of the the habits that her dad has. The middle one as well. The little one was too, my youngest one was too little at the time to have any of those habits rub off on her. So you guys really need to think about what's going on, what you're doing, how you're damaging yourself, how you're damaging your children and their future. I have people that I know that grew up with an alcoholic dad, right? And he's still an alcoholic. And then there's about, there's two siblings. One is the complete opposite and the other one is just like the dad. So we always also need to be cautious of that, especially my girls who who are my friends that have little boys. You never want them to catch up on these bad habits either of the parent, you know, the abusiveness. And girls too, because girls can also pick that habit up from their moms or from their dads and carry that on to the next relationship or, you know, into their relationship when they get older. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about when I did start this um, podcast. And like I've told you guys before, there was a time and a place for me to kind of share a little bit more about what I've been through. And I think that today was pretty good. Every single time that I do talk on the podcast, whether or not I have 100 listeners like I've had before, or if one day I only have 25 or, you know, it doesn't matter. Every time that I speak about something I've been through, It gets me through it a little bit more, and it also heals me inside a little bit more. So I hope you guys are able to um, learn something from this post. I hope you were able to resonate it, um, practice it. If you guys need anything else, if you guys want to learn a little bit more about the topic or just, you know, let me know if this has helped you. Go ahead and email me. I have a lot of people that I am going to get back to today about their emails, about podcasts. I have a girl from Texas that I am um, setting up our um, podcast episode that's going to be coming to you guys soon. So there's going to be a lot more guests. There's going to be a lot more topics. Um, Just bear with me. I'm, you know, getting used to the whole schedule, getting my kids in school, doing business, doing my other business, taking, you know, taking care of my wife as well. And I got a cat, and then we have our crazy dog. So it's just a whole lot of things going on, but I always make time for everybody. And I also have to learn to take time for myself. So with that, I hope you guys have a great Monday. I hope you guys are able to smoke a bowl if you guys smoke. I hope you guys are able to get a good workout in, get some meditation in, and go read a book, guys. Do something different and see how much it elevates your mind. Um, I would really highly suggest to you guys, if you're dealing with depression or low energy levels, look at my page, get some CMOS guys, they're CMOS and Lion's Mane tablets, they work amazing, you'll see a big difference in the first month, you know, just like everything else, this is natural though, this does take at least a month to start seeing your results, people have already seen results in two weeks, it all depends on the person, so just give it a try, you will not be sorry, have a great Monday guys, and Make sure to love yourself because if we don't love ourselves, nobody else can love us the right way and we will not be able to love anyone else if we're not loving ourselves. All right, guys, 
See you later. Bye.